Hello, and thank you for listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. I am Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Have you ever stopped to think about what you put on your skin, what sort of chemicals are being absorbed by your skin from your cosmetics, skincare products, and soaps? Well, the average American carries about 200 toxins in their bodies. How does this affect our health and well-being? Well, perhaps it's time to take a look at these products and examine the reactions and impacts they can have on our bodies. Our guest, Wendy Sudakar, is an accomplished expert in the oil and gas industry and is now in the health and skincare field. She's very concerned about the petroleum-based products on the market these days, and she's going to share with us some insights for safer and holistic alternatives. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio, Wendy. Thank you for having me on, Teresa. You're so welcome. I love your background. And as you share today, we're going to be making the connections as to why it makes so much sense. Your background in oil and gas and your 20 years as working as a geologist connects so greatly with your work in the skincare industry today. So why don't we start there? Tell us a little bit about your experience and how you made the jump from oil and gas to skincare. <laughs> Okay, sure. So um, one thing that I found out as a geologist, obviously, in oil and gas is that about 90 to 95% of our skincare products in the U.S., and that's everything from your toothpaste and shampoo to your cosmetics, is uh, contains petroleum-based products. And that could be things like mineral oil. Um, if you actually look at your labels, it might say mineral oil or petroleum and also a lot of the preservatives, which are you would be familiar with, parabens. Those are all petroleum-based, highly toxic chemicals. And, you know, I ended up having a lot of health problems, and after cleaning up my diet, I still wasn't getting better. And so with my science background, I started reading labels, and then I realized, oh, my gosh, there's actually a lot of really toxic petroleum-based ingredients in our products, and there's got to be a better you know, a series of alternatives out there. And that's really how the ball got started rolling for me. Hmm. Very interesting. And so as far as your health issues, how have you been able to identify directly the connection between the skincare products that you were using and the triggers in your health? That that story is fascinating. <laughs> Well, about five years ago, I started having major health problems, and we're talking about weird autoimmune diseases that started cropping up. And um, at one point, my liver actually started acting wonky and stopped working, um, and I ended up with several autoimmune diseases, and initially, it was attributed to a diet that was full of gluten, and once I cut out all glutens, I still wasn't getting better. And so I was like, okay, there has got to be something else that's going on, the missing piece of the puzzle. And that is really when I started doing research on skincare and realized that a lot of the skincare that I was using contained gluten. And then as I dug deeper, I got into the geeky science side of things and really started researching 
every single ingredient and every single different brand of skincare that I could find. And I just came up with some really startling information. And so I started doing my own research as far as healthier alternatives out there. And once I removed all that junk out of my, you know, cabinet and started using healthier options that were more pure, safe, and beneficial, I saw a dramatic increase in my health. And I actually have gone to being, you know, on a transplant list for a liver to being perfectly healthy today. And it's all because of changing what I put on my skin or what kind of foods I was eating. And all of this, of course, is documented by your doctors and all the medical tests that you were doing. This wasn't something that you just determined by yourself, subjective. Hey, I feel better today because I'm not taking, uh, you know, I'm not using any of those skincare products. It's all, your whole medical history is very documented. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, And in fact, you know, a couple of my doctors are like, we're really confused. We don't know what happened. And I just said, well, this goes to show why so many Americans are so sick and they don't know why. And a lot of it is based on the junk that we put in our bodies or on our skin. And most people, it's just, it's a lack of education. And so really my passion has really started to center around educating people on how to make healthier choices to improve their own lives. Because, you know, none of us should be exposed to all of this stuff and and there's absolutely ways that you can do it and it's not going to cost you tons of money or any more effort than you know going through the drive-thrus which you shouldn't do <laughs> mm. so bottom line what you've found is that what we put on our skin every day um, matters greatly and i've seen those reports or pictures of, you know, the average woman, and I'll say woman because we put on, you know, the makeup and stuff, puts Mm -hmm. on like a ton of stuff every single day, morning and night. Talk about that. Oh, my gosh. So I would say the average woman uses at least 20 products a day if you count everything from your lipstick to, you know, your toothpaste. And what happens over time is that you literally get a toxic overload in your system. And that's what happened to me. And for all of us, our liver is our greatest detoxifying organ. And if you think of your body like a bathtub, if the claw, if the drain gets clogged and think of the liver as your drain, then everything starts spilling into your bloodstream because there's nowhere for it to go and your liver is overworked. And so that's what's happening to so many people. And, um, you know, it's an additive thing. And it really leads to all kinds of diseases, including cancer. And the other thing that a lot of women don't realize is that behind water, mineral oil is commonly the number one ingredient by volume in almost all of our products. And what's really scary about that is that mineral oil behind um, sun exposure is the number one leading cause of aging. So even if you think you're doing a good job of taking care of your skin and have an entire skincare regime, if your products have mineral oil in it, you're actually aging yourself faster. And if you're using products that have all these um, synthetic chemicals in them, that's just making the aging process even worse. So even if you think you're doing something helpful, you're really actually doing more harm to your skin. And 
I mean, of course, nobody wants to hear that, but that really is the absolute truth of it. So mineral oil, it sounds so innocuous, right? It's just mineral mm-hmm. oil. Yeah. What is it? And, oh, my gosh. So mineral oil is a petroleum byproduct. It is a waste product of the refining process. So it's basically oil that has been refined about seven times. And what the refineries have realized is that it's much cheaper to sell mineral oil as a cheap filler to cosmetic companies because the FDA does not really regulate the cosmetic and skincare and body care industry than it is to actually properly dispose of it. And this stuff is so highly toxic that the EPA has very strict guidelines on how you can dispose of it. So instead of spending billions of dollars that it would take to properly dispose of this, the refineries are actually making billions of dollars by selling it to skincare and cosmetic companies, and then this is what we're slapping on our skin. And what's so scary about it is, number one, it is a known carcinogen. It absolutely is. Um, And the second thing is that you cannot absorb mineral oil, so it actually sits on your skin surface. And your skin is actually your body's largest organ, and it has two main functions. And the, the first function is it's meant to absorb or to breathe in oxygen, and then it's meant to expel or release toxins. It's one of the ways your body actually gets rid of toxins. And so if you have this mineral oil that's sitting on top of it, it's like a barrier, so nothing can get in or out. And inevitably what you end up doing is literally floating in a, in a chemical cocktail. So it's just really, really nasty stuff. And it sounds so innocuous. It's just mineral oil, right? In fact, it sounds mm-hmm. healthy. Yep, it does. And it's totally not healthy. If you want to use healthy oils, you want to think about plant-based oils like avocados or olive oils or macadamia nut oils. And, and have, use products that contain these and that are cold-pressed and organic if possible. Because that way you're limiting um, the use of pesticides on those ingredients too, um, which, of course, even if you're using you know, pure, safe, and beneficial ingredients, if you're using non-organic, there's still the risk of you know, still getting exposure to pesticides. You have to be really careful. So how many of the big brand skincare products on the market are petroleum-based? Pretty much all of them. Um, I'll say I can probably count on one hand the ones that I have found that are not petroleum-based. And even among those, many of them still have at least some products that contain petroleum-based ingredients in them. And so it's really, really difficult to actually find products that don't have anything in it. And um, one thing a lot of people probably aren't aware of is there's, and I'm not going to, you know, name all the different brands, but many of the different brands of skincare or cosmetics are actually owned by a parent company. And so all of their product lines contain the exact same ingredients. All they're doing is just changing the labels and calling them this brand or that brand and putting them in different uh, price market. So what you buy at Target or what you buy at Nordstrom, if it's owned by the same company, is literally the exact same product. It's just being marketed to a different group of people. Uh, okay, repeat that real quick. Okay. What so, you buy at Nordstrom and what you buy at Walmart is the same product. It's distributed to a different group? Yeah, based on your socioeconomic status. So people who shop at Walmart typically are going to be at a lower price point 
than somebody who's going to buy their $150 moisturizer at, at Nordstrom. But if it's the same parent company and there's only, you know, a dozen or less of main cosmetic companies that own all these other brands, you're basically getting the same product. It's just got a different label on it. And that's so something it doesn't I, have a different formula or? Nope, it doesn't. Seriously? Yeah, a lot of the skincare products are manufactured in bulk in these factories, and then they're relabeled based on, you know, whatever the brand is. But commonly, various brands are owned by the same company. So what's the worst culprit? Is it the foundation for makeup, the skin lotions? Uh, Is it eye makeup or lipstick? I mean, what's the worst Oh, my gosh. I would say probably your lotions and your skincare, like your moisturizers, are going to be the worst. And that's because you typically put those on first. Um, a lot of people have gone to mineral powder foundations, and those are actually pretty good. Um, most liquid foundations are going to be pretty bad because most of those do contain mineral oil. But um, most people put their skincare on before they put on their foundation. So I would say if you had to choose, it would be your moisturizer that's going to be worse than your foundation just because of what's touching your skin. And then what about like the eye makeup or the eyeliners or the lipsticks? And Yeah, a lot of the lipsticks, um, you're putting it on your lips. So you're you're literally... I don't like to use the word eating it, but, you know, it's it's in contact with your mouth, right? So you're ingesting what you put on your lips, and that can have serious problems depending on what sort of ingredients are in there. And um, a lot of times, too, there are synthetic dyes that are used to give you the different lip colors. And so you're directly absorbing that through your mouth into your Mm. bloodstream. So lipsticks or lip liners or lip glosses are really bad. Um, most eyeshadows um, are just, they're a powder, and it, it depends on the brand. I mean, there are some really good brands out there that use natural pigments that are from things in nature, literally, um, to get their colors, but most of the eyeshadow colors are, again, from synthetic um, sources, and so you have to be really careful. Um, the difference is typically you're not getting your eyeshadow in your eyes. Um, but you could. Um, so your eyeliner might be another one to pay attention to because that you have a better chance of actually getting directly into your eyes um, just because of how you apply it. Well, and also, uh, like on your eyelid, right, it's very mm-hmm. thin. Yes. The, the skin there is very thin. So um, hmm. that's, uh, that's pretty scary stuff. It really, really is. And if you think about it, we do absorb pretty much everything that we put on our skin. And this is kind of a a fun little, I guess, exercise that you can do. Maybe your listeners want to do. It's, it's maybe a little gross. But if you stick a clove of garlic between one of your toes and wait about 30 minutes, you can actually taste the garlic in your mouth. And so that shows you how quickly that your, how, how quickly things are absorbed by your skin and go into your bloodstream, where you can literally taste it after a half an hour. So 
um, that's one thing to keep in mind. I mean, we do absorb just about everything that we put on our skin. So when you think about what sort of body care or skin care or cosmetics that you're using, it's kind of scary. Actually, it's really scary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely very, very scary. Now, in terms of aging and all these lotions and potions that talk about anti-aging and what's good for your mm-hmm. skin, et cetera, um, you know, I think about the Nordstrom um, store and the cosmetic skincare section that they've got and all the stuff that they're selling that uh, is very, very expensive and wondering if the formulations for like anti-aging is the same as what you could get at Walmart for a lot cheaper. A lot of the times it is. Um, Sometimes what they'll do is they'll throw in some specialty ingredients that address specific issues like firmness or, you know, that's a big thing. Collagen is a big buzzword that people use. And so occasionally they will. They'll put in these very expensive additives is what they're called, Um, but they're chemicals. And at the end of the day, you're not actually helping your skin. And there's there's a pretty popular brand right now that advertises on TV, and they always talk about the skincare graveyard, and you've got this drawer full of all these different lotions and potions that you've tried, and none of them work. And, of course, they claim that theirs are going to work. Actually, they don't, and it's because of the mineral oil in them. That's the main culprit. It's actually going to aid you no matter what else you're putting on your skin, whether it's good for you or not. And so really that is, that's the big thing. Not only will mineral oil potentially give you cancer, but it's also speeding up the aging process, which especially as women, we definitely do not want that. Do you think aging is more genetic or more environmentally driven? Um, I used to think it was genetic. I used to think, you know, my 90-year-old grandmother looks great. I'm going to look like her. No, it's 90% environmental and how you take care of yourself. So even if somebody's in their 20s now and they're not especially concerned about it, that's the time when you really should start thinking about it. And, um, you know, every day we're exposed to hundreds, if not thousands, of toxins in the environment, in our water, um, and our food every, everywhere. And, and so it, when, when we think about our skincare, all we're doing is just adding, you know, insults of injury at that point. What are the, some of the basic guidelines you would recommend for the average listener not sure how to make the right skincare choices? Because it's really confusing out there. It's very confusing. I mean, obviously, um, Anybody can Google, but you need to know what you're looking for. Um, the first thing that I would suggest that's really easy to do and everybody can do this is to read your labels. And, you know, people are sneaky. Um, they're going to use different names for different ingredients. And so you may not see mineral oil listed as mineral oil. So a good idea would be to go look up some of the other words that are used for mineral oil, including petroleum or petroleum. Or, you know, anything that's got methyl or ethyl or hexyl, because those are usually some sort of chemical or petroleum um, derivative. And and really just educate yourself on that. And then when it comes to reading your labels also, um, 
what people should know is the order that the ingredients are listed is the percentage. So the number one and number two ingredients in there are going to be the highest percentage. And anything that is more than 1% of a formula has to be listed by law. So if your number two ingredient is mineral oil, um, it's probably 35 to 50% of your skincare formulation. And so, Mm. but yeah, that's the first thing. And then, you know, start doing some research um, on more natural brands, Um, not necessarily organic, but natural skincare. And there's a lot of companies that have started up now and they are claiming to be um, natural and some are, but most of them aren't. And so you have to be really careful about that too. And um, the thing to note, and I'm not sure if we mentioned this in the beginning, but um, at least the brand that I use is it adheres to European standards. And so if you want to find a good skincare or cosmetic line, make sure that it adheres to European standards. And the reason that is so important is because in Europe, there's more than 1,300 chemicals and synthetic ingredients that have been banned. And in the U.S., there's only like 12. So um, as consumers, we really do have to be our own watchdogs, and we really have to educate ourselves. So it really is all about going out there and just doing your research. And, of course, I'm happy to help anybody that would like to know, you know, more information and resources on, you know, how they can educate themselves. You know, that's pretty crazy that they ban (coughs) Europe, excuse me, bans um, over a thousand chemicals and we only ban 12. And so I've got to ask you, those thousand plus chemicals that they ban, do they have good reason to ban them? Oh, absolutely. They're either carcinogens, they're toxic, they cause birth defects, um, they cause other diseases, they're poison. I mean, if you kind of the kind of a good rule of thumb is if you can't eat it, you probably don't want to put it on your skin. I mean, obviously, not all natural ingredients are healthy. Like you wouldn't go out and put arsenic on your skin, and arsenic is a natural ingredient um, or naturally occurring substance. But you know, there there's really, I mean, that, that's the big thing. You just you need to really pay attention. And you can go out there and look up those, that list of those ingredients. And obviously 1,300 is a lot, but um, an easy thing to do would be to take a snapshot of a label of, say, your moisturizer, and then go compare it to that list and see how many ingredients in your skincare are actually banned in Europe. And then if there's at least one, throw it away. Try to find a skincare brand that doesn't have any of those ingredients in it. That's really key. So which is the brand that you represent? So I actually represent Arbonne. And um, Arbonne has been in business for 36 years. It is, a, it is a U.S. company, but it does adhere to European standards. And so we have over 450 products and with one exception, they're all consumable, and everything is vegan certified, everything is gluten-free certified, everything is botanical, everything is plant-based. There is nothing artificial. There's no artificial flavors, no artificial scents, no synthetic anything. And um, 
you know, I was a skeptic at first when I was introduced to it, but I did my geeky science thing, and I went and read the labels, and I researched every single ingredient in every single product that I use, and I was really happy about it, and I have not had any issues at all, and in fact, my health has gotten better and better, and um, I'm just really happy to use that as a way to help educate people, because that's really what my passion is, is just to help people make healthier choices for themselves, whatever brand they use, just be educated about it. And I, and I love that people have access to your, your geeky background, right? You're a, <laughs> yeah. a geologist and you understand the, the chemistry and, and mm-hmm. the products and the ingredients and what you don't know, you research because that's, that's your passion. This is what you're into. Yes. So, Wendy, can you share with us how our audience uh, can reach out to you and get more information? Sure. So what they can do is they can actually go to my website. So it's going to be my name, and I'm going to have to spell it because it's you'll never find it. <laughs> it's um, W-E-N-D as in dog, I, S as in Sam, U, D as in dog, H-A-K-A-R at Arbonne.com. And um that, if you go to that, you'll be able to click on my name, and that will send you directly to an information page, and you can c- contact me directly, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. And um, also, you can look around there and research the products yourself if, you, if you're interested in that, and all the ingredients will be listed, and there's a ton of them. So I won't even begin to try to talk about all of them. Well, I think what you're doing is uh, such a positive thing. Not that the oil and gas business um, wasn't a fruitful one for you. You were obviously very, very uh, successful in that business venture, but I think you're using your talents in a much more positive, uplifting way, and you have the ability to impact so many people with this amazing information. Uh, So, you know, our skin is the largest organ we have. It absorbs everything we put on it. Paying attention to the creams and lotions you use and reading the labels and taking care of your skin now uh, can enable you to reap the benefits well into old age. And not only from an aesthetic perspective, but certainly from a health perspective. It's not just a cosmetic issue. It can even mean the difference between life and death. And Of course, valuing your health goes beyond just watching what you eat. So, Wendy, thank you so very much for joining us on Living Wealthy Radio. We will certainly upload uh, the copy of this podcast to the website and also include your information so our listeners can know how to find you again. And um, you take good care. Good luck with your, your venture. Oh, thank you so much. You're so welcome. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Download or subscribe to our podcast to hear a new show every week. I am Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com. 